Jono, Ben and Sharon. It is the edge, Jono, Ben and Sharon, and geez, my headphones are turned up loud. No, well, I could hear them from over here. Who was the deaf person? Was it Dom Harvey over there with those? It must be. Jeez, Dom. I know, Dom. He was the one person in the world that couldn't hear Yanni or Laurel. He just couldn't hear nothing. A, <laughs> I don't know what anyone's saying. It's how Dom ends up saying so much offensive stuff on the Bricky show. He can't hear what the other people are saying. They're saying, stop saying it, Dom. He's just saying, <laughs> Love uh, you, Dommy. Uh, you can't. You do. No. He knows no. I love him. You can't. You do that all the time. He you say been... something that cuts someone down, yeah. and then you, afterwards you go, oh, but I love you. Love you, do, do, love you, mate. Love you, Dommy. <laughs> he would love it. Dom would love. If he was in here right now, he'd be laughing. Well, don't say I love you then at the end of it. Bean says I'm not allowed to love you, Dom. <laughs> no, you can't. I'm only, I'm only allowed to love him, apparently, Dom. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'm very jealous. <laughs> we are quite stressed, though, because uh, in just one week's time, we're going to be the wedding singers at Steph and Brody's wedding. We've got a song that we need to make romantic, and if you missed it yesterday on the show about 5.20, we're going to fill you in on what the song next. Not your traditional wedding song. And, we'll, and we're going to play you our first bash at singing this song. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. The Edge, wedding tosses. Uh, <laughs> next <laughs> Thursday at Matakana, it's happening. Brody and Steph are getting married. And of course, every decision for their wedding has been made by, uh, by fate, by a flip of a coin. And uh, it was decided that Ben and myself, thanks to the toss of the coin, would be uh, the wedding singers. And uh, you've been helping us form the main name of our group. We're uh, Duo Leaper and uh, Jason Juulo, given that we're a... Uh, you know, a hot singing, wedding singing duo. So as per everything else in Brody and Steph's wedding, we've had a good option and a not-so-good option for the occasion. Yeah. Uh, in this case, it was Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud was the was the good wedding song. And another song, which is a great song, but not great for a wedding, was Shaggy's It Wasn't Me. But you got me on the counter. It wasn't me. You saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. It wasn't me. She even caught me on so, I mean, it's the song documents Shaggy's philandering ways. Yeah. You know, he's not a loyal customer when it comes to a meaningful relationship. But he denied all those allegations. Yes. So <laughs> that's the song that we have to sing. So Ben and myself. So that was the song that the coin landed on. Mm. That one. That's what we've got to sing next week at the wedding. <laughs> so Ben, uh, as the wedding singers, we need to learn these lyrics. And we thought, well, we're not going to come with you today with a polished, pre-produced sounding song. We're going to give it to you raw. We thought the first time that we're going to practice this song while reading the lyrics off the internet is going to be on the radio in its rawest, most pure form. <laughs> what could go wrong? Yo, man, yo. Open up, man. What do you want, man? Yo, my girl just... <laughs> <laughs> you let her catch you. Oh, no. <laughs> Sounds like really like... Let me just start again. This like, is bad acting. It's <laughs> the beginning of an adult film. <laughs> Let me start again. <laughs> hey, ready? <laughs> don't, definitely don't play that first one. Yo, man, yo. Open up, man. What do you want, man? My girl just caught me. You let her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. With who? The girl next door, you know? Man. I don't know what to do. Say it wasn't you. I. <laughs> I think we missed that timing. Yeah. Honey came and she caught me red-handed Creeping with the girl next door Picture this, we were both butt-naked Banging on the bathroom floor How could I forget that I had given, given her an extra key All this time she was standing there She, she never took her eyes off me How could you give the woman extra <laughs> Hold on, let me start, let's rewind back How could you give a woman access to your villa Trespass a witness while you're clinging to your pillar You better watch your back before she turns into a killer Let's review the situation, you're caught in 
dinner. So she got me on the counter. It wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. It, it wasn't, wasn't me. Saw me kissing on the sofa. It wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. It wasn't me. She even got me on camera. It wasn't me. Saw the marks on my shoulder. It wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. It wasn't me. Heard the scream getting louder. It wasn't me. Honey, Creeping with the girl next door. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. I'll tell you what, if that's anything to go by, it's going to be a magical day. <laughs> it's going to be a magical, magical winning day. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> we need to get our acting sorted at the beginning. This oh, one's letting us down. So much of it is letting us down. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Cliffhanger calls. You know the cliffhanger on a TV show where, like, Shortland Street, for example, yeah. they'll end every episode with, like, a do-do-do-do, what's going to happen next sort of thing. And you want to tune in the next night or when the show's on again to find out what's going to happen. Yeah, in the biz, it's called a cliffhanger. Yeah. In the biz, I'm called a knob end. <laughs> That's right, which, you, which general people understand. Outside the biz, you call it that as well. So uh, we're going to go to Erin right now. Erin's in Christchurch. Welcome Hello, to, dear. Welcome to the uh, cliffhanger calls, Erin. Awesome, thank you. Long time listener, first time caller. It's <laughs> great to have you here. Really thank you. Okay, so Erin. So, cliffhanger time. Okay, here we go. You, you start your story and you stop it at the All moment right. where you think you want us hanging off a cliff, Erin. No worries. Here we go. Okay, so as every girl has, I've got my uh, gay best friend. Um, and he, he, gets me, he gets me all the info. And for this one specific, he was... Letting me know about this um, this guy that he'd been seeing throughout four months. I was getting, you know, some pretty graphic details. He was letting me know all about it. And, oh, you know, yeah. that was all right. I was down with it. So, um, anyway, I say, after hearing about this for about four months, I said to him, hey, let me let me check this guy out. I want to know I want to know what he looks like. I want to I want to put the um, graphics to, uh, to, to the image. So, anyway, uh, we get on the Facebook and he starts, Typing in some names. Now, as you know, with the Facebook, the list gets uh, longer and then gets shorter and shorter as the details are put in. So the list gets down to about three names, and I'm like, "Oh, you're stopping there. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Who is Who it? Who is it? This is the cliffhanger. Now, this is how the cliffhanger calls work. Oh, eight hundred the edge. If you want to hear." The end of Aaron's story. Now, you can be brutal if you want. You can say, no, I never want to hear it. It's over to you. This is how the cliffhanger calls work. 0800, the edge is the telephone Are we going to do best of three or best of five? What would you like, Jono? We can take one call to rule them all. Well, one call. Well, 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 listen, I think you're against the one call thing. Do you want <laughs> okay. three? Right, five? No, no, let's go, okay, one call. Let's get, let's get brutal. Let's, let's one person decides if we want to hear the rest of it or not. Okay, Edu, on 0800, the edge. Are we hearing the rest of the story? The cliffhanger calls. Yes, we are. Okay. Woohoo! It's happening. Erin's happy she gets to tell the end. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Should we go to that cliffhanger? Yeah, so you started, to, yep. so you left us just 10 minutes ago saying you started typing in the name. He, he started yeah, typing he started in the name. typing in the name to Facebook and the, the names just got, um, the list got bigger and then shorter and shorter as the information was getting popped in. Um, then it got down to three names that had the perfect surname and the starting of the oh, perfect first name and the starting of the, the surname. So I'm thinking, oh my goodness, uh, this could be one of these one of these three people. Oh my goodness. And then he selects it. It's my cousin, who to this day has still not come out. 
And so you have so, to, you're, you you haven't said anything to anybody. No, I've like you know a few a few little combos here with um, friends that you know like it's not really going to get back, but um, it's actually pretty a pretty big deal. And so you the family doesn't know. You're not going to tell the family. No, the family doesn't know, and I'm kind of like I'm kind of like just waiting for that day. Well, I mean, it's where, not your place. It's not your no, news to give. Say, no. It's not your news no, to give, right. is it? Yeah, I don't even want to give him the wink or anything. Like I'm no. just kind of like le- letting that, letting that dog lie. Oh, good on you, good on you. Yeah. What, a, what a good family member. Although I'll, I'll tell the rest of New Zealand though. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I like about you is that you now know some very gory details about your cousin. Oh yeah, some things can never be un- unheard. Oh, that's okay. Well, thank you very, very much for taking part in the cliffhanger calls today, Erin. No worries. Thanks so much for having me. And that's how it works. Cliffhanger calls. Back next week. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. You know, in the Muslim uh, faith, it's Ramadan at the moment. Oh, yeah. It goes for like a month, right? This is when uh, the Muslims, they block out human cravings in order to, you know, obtain a higher spirituality. So they won't eat during daylight hours is one of the things. Yeah, yeah. So I think as soon as the sun's up and uh, as long as the sun stays up, they won't they won't eat or even drink water from what I understand. Oh, really? Crazy. Like, I'm doing Ramadan every day. That's my life. Well, it's true. You I don't, don't eat you, during the day. You don't actually drink uh, drink or eat during the day, really, do you? But, yeah, no, but that's not for religious reasons. That's just because you've just... Just to keep me in a... <laughs> just keep me in my body looking hot. <laughs> my body, does my body look hot, bro? Yeah, 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 it does. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely hot body. Does. Would you put me in like a uh, woman's the woman's day hot body, hot New Zealand bodies of twenty eighteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where would I place? Um, <laughs> I want a specific placing. Well, I give you. I'd give you top. I'd give you first. First, first. And what would be the sexy comment written next to it? Um, you come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're doing a lot of ad-libbing here. So I was to and this fictitious, um, where I've come in the Women's, um, Women's Day 2018 you know, Bodies competition. It's like, uh, I don't know, like the body for the man who's given up on life. Those are touching words. <laughs> <laughs> touching words. <laughs> and the head like a light bulb. <laughs> uh, but no, Ramadan's really interesting. My uh, my um, father-in-law, uh, they went, went to Dubai. Uh, they were in Dubai when it was Ramadan. And if you're a Westerner in Dubai, you can still eat and stuff during uh, during daylight hours. But I think they just put up massive black curtains. So if you're in the hotel or whatever, there's a massive black curtain surrounding you so that the, um, the Muslim oh, people don't right. see you eating or whatever, or you know. Okay, yeah. um, but then he was like, apparently when it's five o'clock, they get warned, all warned by the hotel staff, stay off the roads. It's madness. Oh, because everyone's rushing to go. Hungry, everyone's so hungry. They're just burning home, oh. running through lights. Travelling at 150 k's an hour to get home and have something to eat. <laughs> they haven't eaten all day. Wow. Interesting, right? Really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, oh, we were with Dayan. He's, he does Ramadan. He does. Yeah. Bloody handsome guy, Dayan, isn't he? Yes. Jesus. Just say he'd be number one on the on the magazine list. No, oh, but you just placed me number well, one. Well, because I, did, I didn't think there was any other options. Okay. Well, let, okay. Well, let's let's take let's do this properly. Okay. <laughs> do what properly? <laughs> It's da- <laughs> no one knows Dayan. No, yeah. <laughs> Who's the hottest person you know? I don't know. Well, it's 2018. I don't know what you're. Sunny Bill Williams. He's he's pretty hot. Okay. Yeah. So where would you put Sunny Bill Williams? Where would you put me on this list? What the? What you know? You know the answer to that. Yeah. I don't even have to answer that. I'm number one. No, of course you're not number one. <laughs> number two. Out of you and Sunny Bill, if there's two <laughs> options, yeah, you're number two, but you're a long way behind. <laughs> like, not even close. Jeez, we've covered a lot of ground in this chat. <laughs> well, haven't we, John? <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. I think I've been taken to the People's Court, Jono. Defendant Benjamin Ross Boyce, you're called. 
to the court, plaintiff and a fellow worker of ours, Alice Sneddon, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, Alice Sneddon uh, is the head writer. I don't know about your use of legal language there. It all <laughs> seems pretty dodgy. Alice was actually, um, you trained as a lawyer, didn't you, Alice? Well, actually, I did, yeah. yeah, I did. So I'm overqualified for what you're about to ask me to do. <laughs> Way overqualified. <laughs> anyway, this is the case of, if you're lied to, well, then you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> A heated. Is that good legal How speak? How desperate are you for IP? <laughs> so desperate. So, so desperate. Uh, so there was a conversation that sparked up in the office today. Well, it actually happened yesterday because uh, we were filming a sketch for John and Ben, which returns next Thursday on 3, and it was uh, to do with a wedding dance. <laughs> this is just an elaborate point to get a plug in <laughs> yeah, for the TV show. God, it's going to be a great sketch and a great show. Uh, so so at, at, and I was doing a wedding dance at the end of it, and they're like, oh, tomorrow, can you uh, bring your wedding ring along? You know, because you're meant to get married, you're meant to do your wedding dance after you're married. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I, yeah, I guess I can. And then it was sparked up a conversation in the office like, oh, you're married, but you're not wearing a, a, a wedding ring and doesn't sound like you know where it is. <laughs> so, was- oh, and, okay, here, listen. It is ridiculous that as a married man, you do not wear a wedding ring. That is literally the one thing that is required of you to meet the job <laughs> of a husband. This do you thing. want everyone just thinking that you're cheating? Yeah, it's that and take out the bins once a week. So it's the two things. <laughs> the two things you need to do. That is that's basically the conclusion that everyone will draw. draw no, uh, draw. It's, it's like why won't Dodgy Ben wear a ring? <laughs> well, look, I got look. I because he wants to look available. No, I've got a ring. <laughs> I've got a ring. I'm just not a jewelry person. I didn't, you know, I didn't really get into it. But I did get because we got engaged in Rome. I did get a tattoo with Rome numerals of the wedding date. So that was kind You've of got my thing. So many tattoos. You have a stick figure tattooed on your butt. There all... is no value to a tattoo on your body. Yeah, but you let Lord write, write she, a tattoo she's on you. She's good. This uh, Alice is good. She's, she's way overqualified. You're this, right. This when she did actually study. <laughs> As a lawyer, and uh, yeah. even like Prince William, he's he doesn't wear a, a wedding ring, you know. Like, and he's he's, he's yeah, but the whole he's... world knows who he's married. <laughs> Being in a sh- don't have the fame of Prince William. <laughs> <laughs> Being in a, a shady operation, what are they getting I'm up? I'm not trying to do a shady operation. I just didn't get into wearing a, a wedding wig. Doesn't mean I'm not a committed husband. How and I love my wife. to get into? It's not a lifestyle choice. Just put the ring on your finger and leave it there. Why do we bring Alice on the radio? He may not have a ring on his finger, but he has got his genitals pierced. So he's done a, t- <laughs> a touching tribute. Touching tri- well, that's beautiful. <laughs> Alice, thank you very much for coming in. There we go, yeah, Alice. Thank you, Alice. It's great. Oh, Here's the question for the People's Court. If you get married, do you need to wear a ring? No, you absolutely do not. Thank you very much. What's with all this new age? Well, who, well it was probably some jeweller that started up that, oh, you need to wear a ring. It's Michael Hill jeweller. <laughs> yeah. Michael, Michael Hill collaborated with his mate Tony Pascoe's, and they I said, don't hey. Know Tony Pascoe's exists, but Then we're going to say, hey, we're going to start well, up. Well, my... Um, My parents have been married for 25 years and my dad's never worn a ring, but I don't think that, you know, he needs to wear it to show that he loves my mum. He's super loyal. He would, you know, never do anything. 25 years of fears also. (laughs) 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 I'm only joking, Zarita. Love your work and uh, good opinion. Thank you very much. Appreciate your call. Juror number two is with us, Dwayne. Yeah, how you going? I bought a used car off a guy called Dwayne. Oh, that's right. It wasn't me. No. So, Duane, no, reading rings. Are we on? Are we for or against? Um, I'd say against. It's my particular job. If I do, I could lose my finger. Oh, you're working uh, with machinery or something? Uh, beekeeping. 
Oh. One, one guy that worked with us and he got stung on the finger and it swelled up and he almost got cut off. I mean, Ben, you don't have bees to blame, well, though. You don't have Imagine bees. if I got stung up by, by a bee if I was wearing my, my wedding ring. Well, it could happen. Like, this is literally the cushiest job in the world. Your hands are in no danger. I could stick my finger in the uh, the headphone the hole. <laughs> and my ring could get stuck on that. It's a chance I'm an idiot. Someone's texting saying, I um, have just started as a midwife. I also just got married and I lost my ring inside a... No. No, no. See what happens when you... Yeah. So never wearing a ring again. Well, you're never going to lose it inside me. Because you never say yes to anything. Let's talk about this off the radio. Okay, yeah. Now we're talking about... Now we're in front of everyone. The real reason Ben doesn't wear a wedding ring is because it's currently inside me. Now's the time we need to come clean, Ben. You know it. Get that metal detector from out there. (laughs) (laughs) The texts and the calls, the combined, it's okay not to wear a wedding ring. Okay. You know where it counts, Ben? And here. I'm currently pointing to my heart. (laughs) That's where it counts. Where marriage really is made for you. (laughs) Right in your heart. Thank you, New Zealand. Yeah, good on you. Very mature of you. Yeah, well done. I was expecting a few more people to berate Ben. That would have been a bit, <laughs> bit more enjoyable for me. John O, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Oh, good news, New Zealand. Our TV show, John and Ben, back next week on 3, yes! 7.30. There Woo! you go. Thank you, producer Deadway Dan. <laughs> Thursday nights. Oh, you know, I have. I cannot wait. Oh, I don't know what I've been doing for this last... What have you been working? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you hate us. No, I don't Come hate to work you. every day, got this grumpy guy sitting in a <laughs> yeah. booth next door. Yeah. I'm not grumpy. After five o'clock, we'll tell you what we asked him to do today and his excuse. This no. is why we call you Deadweight Dan. We'll get to that after five. You told me to be all excited before you turn on the mic. You were like, Dan, when we <laughs> yeah, say no, no, so. no, we he does this. Do, like, hype him up for stuff. Yeah. So we said to Dan, well, we want you to get some advertising out, some marketing, because we don't have marketing dollars. Get some marketing out for the TV show back next Thursday. Yeah. 7.33. 7.33. Your first response was, I don't work for the TV show. I work mm. for radio. I only, don't, I, don't, I only do radio-based things. That's my job. It's, it's in my contract. The nowhere on my contract does it say promote television show. Okay. So after a bit of toing and froing over email, some tense phone conversations, <laughs> yeah. we convinced Dan to go and do some marketing. So we left mm. it in your court. We're like, hey, well, we don't want to push you creatively anywhere. Mm. So what did you do? Well, I rang. I rang News Talk ZB. So you rang the biggest radio station the in biggest the country. The biggest radio station in the country. The Very talkback the station that your parents might listen to? Yeah, the top of the mountain, mm. ZB. You know, you've got your Hoskins working there. You've got your... Wood. Old other rich white people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I rang up and I gave it a good old play. So you got uh, the John and Ben uh, on three back Thursday seven thirty. Pretty much, yeah. I spoke you plugged for like our show. A, a minute. I talked in a minute on there and oh, yeah, plugged away. Let's have a listen. Hello, Daniel. Hi there. Um, I was actually wanting to talk about the, the the referendum for the for the cannabis. I had a friend, John, and he used to use recreational cannabis and all that sort of thing. Um, but he got fired from his job as a baker. Um, we found out from researching uh, this Aussie researcher, Ben Sativa, mm. and um, something he found that there was no long-lasting effects um, from cannabis, and we took this back to him, and uh, the next Thursday at 7.30, he, he was he was back at work. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. All the very best. So 800 1080 is uh, the number to phone. Hello, Aaron. Okay. You're welcome, Ben. No, you were welcome. no hang on. What was that? That was nothing. That was some weird, weird, obscure conversation about cannabis reform. I'll tell you what it was. Subliminal advertising. That's what it was. You did say Thursday at 7.30, but you Mm. didn't mention John and Ben at 7.30 Thursday 3. Obviously, if I'd called up and gone, John and Ben, 7.30 TV 3, they're going to hang up on me, okay? So what I did is I subliminally inserted (laughs) particular words into my 
you know, your weird, your weird cannabis <laughs> rant. <laughs> cannabis rant. <laughs> which you know, so I killed which two birds with one stone. didn't appreciate it all because you didn't get much banter from him. He just moved on. What I did is I killed two birds with one stone. Got, you know, did some cannabis propaganda <laughs> and promoted your TV show. Listen to this. This is all the words edited out, which is promoting your TV show. Listen. Hello, Daniel. John, I would be in back next Thursday at 7.30. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. All the very best. So 800 80, 10, 80 <laughs> is uh, the number to but say. But no one heard it. Well, they did. They heard those words. No, and but, you wait. This... But not in an order that made them go, oh, John O'Ben's back. Okay, well, here you go. Listen to watch John and Ben's TV show. But they know we're doing it like we're talking to the audience now. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Okay. You've done nothing. You've just done a little (laughs) cannabis banter on News Talk ZB. Okay. Well, tomorrow I'll do another place. (laughs) No, don't bother. Don't bother. (laughs) Hello, Daniel. John, I would be in back next Thursday at 7.30. Thank you, Daniel. All the very best. (laughs) 0800 80 is... To the point, concise. <laughs> John o, Ben and Sharon, the edge. As you guys will know, Brody and Steph are getting married. They're the wedding tosses next weekend, and we're having to sing their song as they leave the. Uh, with the wedding singers, the venue, well, yeah. yeah, the venue, the chapel, the venue. I don't know. That's why I paused. Okay, yeah. the barn, yeah. um, and uh, it was chosen yesterday by the toss of a coin that the song that we have to sing. But you got me on the counter. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. A song about uh, sharing a cheating shaggy. Yeah. Trying to get away with cheating, although he's been clearly caught red-handed. So, um... I like the denial, though. He's just like, in the face of all this evidence, he's just like, no. He's a hero, true hero. (laughs) All the odds were against him. He's just like, no, you can't make me admit that. So, uh, as the show started today, we sung the song for the first time. Uh, we didn't want to go into a production suite and, you know, send some polished thing out through the airwaves. We wanted to give it to you raw and in its true sense. Live and on the radio. We Googled the lyrics and this was the first crack at it live. Yo, man, yo. Open up, man. What do you want, man? Yo, my girl just... <laughs> 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 you let her catch you. Oh, no. <laughs> Sounds like really like... Let me just start again. This like, is bad acting. It's <laughs> the beginning of an adult film. <laughs> Let me start again. <laughs> hey, ready? <laughs> so definitely don't play that first one. Yo, man, yo. Open up, man. What do you want, man? My girl just caught me. You let her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. With who? The girl next door, you know? Man. I don't know what to do. Say it wasn't you. I. <laughs> I think we missed that timing. Yeah. Honey came and she caught me red-handed Creeping with the girl next door Picture this, we were both butt-naked Banging on the bathroom floor How could I forget that I had given given her an extra key All this time she was standing there She She never took her eyes off me How could you give the woman (laughs) extra (laughs) Hold on, let me start this one back How could you give a woman access to your villa? Trespass a witness while you cling it to your pillar. You better watch your back before she turns into a killer. Let's review the situation. You're caught in her. So she caught me on the counter. It wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. Saw me kissing on the sofa. It wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. It wasn't me. She even caught me on camera. Okay, that's okay, enough. That's, that. that's more than enough. enough. So that was our first attempt. Bearing in mind our first attempt. We have got less than a week to get good at this song. Producer Dan. Oh, yeah. Dear by Dan. You're a, you're a singer? <sighs> yeah. Wow, well, uh, yeah. Can that's, it be done? Can it be done? Can you polish a turd, Dan? I've always said that you, can, uh, you can't teach singing, and I think, I think I'm right. Oh, well, you can't it. teach singing? Well, I don't think... I think you can have, have like, the basics. You guys don't have the basics. <laughs> and what do you... you, so give, you us, give us what you can do. Ooh. 
that singing. Okay? Oh, well, anyone can do that. Yeah, can, oh, <laughs> no. Why not? That was me, see? Yeah, okay, you are good. No, you are good. No, I think you need... You are a good singer, You though. need some coaching. We do. You need some coaching. Okay. And I'm not saying I'm the person to do it. I'm not throwing my head into the mix. I'm just <laughs> saying that... You're waiting for us to do that for you. Yeah, but yeah. we're not going to do that. You get no. us a proper coach, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you a proper coach. Get, oh, wait, he, wa- the edge. he wants us to go, oh, Dan, you coach us. No, 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 no. I can't think of anything worse. Someone has answered the call, the cry for help. Paul. <laughs> it, it does sound like a bit of a cry, to, cry for help, to be fair. Jeez, so, you've, got a good, you've got a good voice. I can tell you've got a wonderful voice. Yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. It's uh, very nice <laughs> of you to say that. Can we, get, can we get a little bit of singing, Paul, from you, just so we can get, get test your credentials? Yeah, sure, man. I can I can do that. Um, well, a little bit of a little bit of Bon Jovi. How's that? Okay, take it away. Oh, tough song. All right. Should have seen it coming when the roses died. Should have seen the end of summer in your eyes. Should have listened when you said goodbye. You really meant goodbye. Oh, you've just sung my pants off my legs. <laughs> Well done, the voice of an angel, Paul. Okay, so what can we do? You've heard us. We've got less than a week. How can we become good singers in six days? I, I tell you what, you've got your work cut out for you, to be fair. <laughs> okay, don't sugarcoat it for us, though. Tell us what you really think. Well, I, I, look, I'm, I'm known for my, my no BS. Um, <laughs> I've, I've worked with um, X-Factor singers and um, Idol singers. I've just got a singer into the first round of Swedish Idol. Oh, wow. So... So, so, mate, you, you guys are in good hands. Okay, well, good. Well, you stop giving us your bragging rights. <laughs> Get us to sing, Paul. Get us singing. Okay, well, here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to flip it around on you guys. Hey, Jono, I'd, I'd like you to sing for me just, just for about 10 seconds or so so I can I can hear what I've got to work with. Okay, all right. <clears throat> I might as well sing the song that we're singing. Yeah, yeah. Yep, a- 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 cappella or with music? Yeah. What do you prefer? Mate, um, you can you can sing it um, a cappella. Okay. Jesus, this is highly embarrassing. Okay. (laughs) Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. How could I? (laughs) That was four seconds. That was that was four that was four seconds. You, you were pretty good. It, it um, to, to be fair, it was it was a really strong start. And you got a bit <laughs> shaky in the middle, and, and then you kind of tailed off towards the end, especially okay. when you when you've got the lyrics. So you can you can you can kind of work with that, mate. I can I can kind of work with that. Okay, oh, being being given what you've got. Man. Oh, jeez, it's, it's really um, okay. Um, honey came and she got me red-handed, keeping with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. Oh, that was good. me doing BVs there, Paul. I tell you what, that was that was a hell of a lot better. I I think I think we've um we've maybe found our um our, our lead vocalist. <laughs> okay. Oh we've got the okay. Well you, he already he already was well, lead vocalist. I didn't want the job, but anyway. Your lead vocalist, I'm backing vocals. Paul is gonna coach us and teach us to sing good and proper. Yes. That's it, man. That's that's exactly what we we do with some um, rapid vocal results, right? Okay, for the good, low, good low cost of thirty dollars an hour, which he hasn't told us yet. But I'm sure we'll be hanging on this call. <laughs> and Paul, one more question. Producer Dan says okay. you can't teach people to sing. Can you? Well, actually, you know what? The the, the no BS of that is that um, it's all down to the genetic inheritance. You know, some people are born with bigger sets of vocal cords, you know, fatter sets of vocal cords. And as as you sing um, higher, the more mass you've got in the cord as the as the vocal cord stretches out, obviously the, the better the, the melodic sound is in your voice. But having said that, 
um, just having an, an average set of vocal cords, just with average, you know, mass in the cords, that's enough, mate, to, to be able to to improve your singing voice. Well, there you go. Thank okay. you, Paul. Well, all, all right. you've got is average, my friend. So let's see what you can turn it into. Less than average, all right, Paul. In under six days. Thank you very much. We're going to keep you guys up to date with us tomorrow. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.